This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. All right, welcome to the show. My name is Brent. You're listening to the LJS Podcast. This is episode number 21, and today we're going to be talking about four steps to finding more time to practice. Uh, This is a topic that I get a lot of emails about, people asking well, how do I find more time to, to fit into my already busy schedule to practice? So I'm really excited to dive into this day. We're going to keep it uh, nice, short, and sweet. But before I do that, I just want to say that all of the music on today's show is by Nathaniel Schroeder. Nathaniel is a jazz musician and multi-instrumentalist and plays lots of other genres as well. He also writes music for a couple YouTube channels, well-known YouTube channels. And you can listen to more of his music at soundcloud.com slash doctor. Schroeder, that's D-R-S-C-H-R-O-E-D-E-R, Dr. Schroeder. So you can go check out some of his more uh, more of his music there if you like this music. And also, before we get started, if you get value out of today's podcast, consider adding value back. This podcast is 100% supported by listeners like you. So if you get something out of today, consider clicking the support button if you're on the website or go to learnjazzstandards.com slash support and you can leave us a monthly one-time or annual donation there. So let me go ahead and jump into our topic today, finding more time to practice. Like I said before, I get a lot of emails uh, like this asking, how do I find more time in my already busy schedule? Because let's face it, we all have busy lives. Most people don't have time to practice for hours and hours on end or practice every day. And jazz music requires a lot of practicing. Jazz music is the kind of music that, um, you know, it requires a lot of study. It requires a lot of attention. It's kind of needy. Um, Other styles of of music don't necessarily always require that. Some do, but jazz is definitely a style of music that really takes a lifestyle of practice, and it takes a lot of effort and dedication. So I think it's incredibly important for us to talk about um, on this podcast how we can find time to practice because if we're not practicing we're not really going to be becoming a better jazz musician and that's what we all want to do right we all want to be becoming better jazz musicians that's why you're listening to this uh, if you follow our blog on learn jazz standards that's why you read what we're talking about we all want to become better players i know i do and and i myself i'm a professional uh, jazz musician a musician in general but i but i mostly make my living off of jazz but even i i have trouble finding time to practice because I have a busy life. I have family. I have I have responsibilities. I have all kinds of things to do. And and a lot of us are in that same boat. How do we manage our time? How do we balance our practicing life and our lives in general? Right? How do we how do we separate our family time from our practicing time? How do we how do we separate our careers, our work schedules from our practicing time? A lot of people that are listening to this show, I know that you 
are you have a full time day job. You know, you 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 have you make your living outside of music. That's most people. And so I understand that it can be really hard to find the time to do this. So I want to go over with you today some ways that I have found to work practicing into my life, into my daily schedule, and, and just some some small techniques and some, some ways of thinking that I've developed that have really helped me. And I'll definitely be interested in hearing from you. So, uh, you know, I'd love to hear how you find more time uh, in your schedule for practicing. So if you're on the website, you can leave a comment in the comment section below. I'd uh, love to hear from you. But without further ado, let me just go ahead and jump into this four steps to finding more time to practice. All right, the first step I want to go over is prioritizing. Now, this this one might seem a little obvious. If you want to practice more, if you want to focus more on your jazz playing or your music, you got to make it a priority. So that seems obvious, but really it's a mindset. It's not just a, I'm saying this is going to be a priority. It's a mindset that we develop. It's a mindset that we say on the top of my list, at least at the top three in my list or top four or five in my list that I need to do on a weekly basis. I need to be practicing. I need to be becoming a better musician. So if, if playing jazz and practicing music is not a priority for you, well, then you just shouldn't do it. I mean, that's just that's just a plain and simple uh, you know, reality. You should not be doing that. But I'm assuming that since you're listening to this, it is a priority for you. It is something that you want to do. It is something that you are pursuing, So therefore, you have to not only say this is a priority, you have to show that it is a priority. You need to, you need to make practicing a priority. Okay. So, so this first step I would say is not only pronouncing that practicing is a priority, but also making that a part of your actual life, making that a mindset that you go to. So therefore, when you start your week, when you start your month, when you start your day, you're thinking in your head, when am I going to practice? What like what what time frame? What what section of time have I allotted for practicing? Because it has to be important to you. So so regardless of it being kind of an obvious thing, it is incredibly important for you to think about. Is practicing jazz and music a priority for you? If it's not a priority for you, well, then maybe this isn't for you. So you have to make it a priority and make that a mindset. Now, developing from there goes into step two, okay? And and that is committing. You have to commit. Now, that just sounds like a word, commit. Okay, thanks. You just told me to prioritize and to commit. But let me explain what committing actually looks like. Committing is sitting down and making a schedule and carving out the time that you need to practice. Uh, you know, committing is is looking at a, a timeline of all the things that you need to do. Uh, let's say in a week, you have to do this and do this and do this. And of course, you have the things you regularly do every day. You go to school during the day. You go to work during the day. And, and you have to look at all the hours in the day. We only have 24 hours and you can't use all those 24 hours because you have to sleep. You need energy. You need to eat. So you can't, you can't, you know, we always wish we could have more time in it, but it's not about 
having more time. It's about first prioritizing and then committing, finding that space, okay? Finding that space in your schedule. And you know, I'm not a very type A person. So, you know, by nature, I'm not very type A. I would say I fall kind of more in the middle of the spectrum. But for me, when things really started to change was when I started actually writing this stuff down, okay? When I actually started writing down what I was going to do in a week, okay? This this really has helped me. And I actually do this on a daily basis. I wake up in the morning and I write down all the things that I need to accomplish in the day, okay? I write them down and I list them off. And once I accomplish them, I scratch them out. Now, that's more of a list of things to accomplish, but you can go even further than that. And you can actually schedule from what time to what time do you do things. Now, I I can't always operate that way. Sometimes I have to operate that way because I have so many things uh, jam-packed in my schedule to do. But, you know, you have to, at least to some degree, list out what you're going to do. So I can't stress that enough is writing down what you need to do, okay? But make sure, since practicing is a priority, make sure that you have that on the list. Now, something that happens to me all the time (laughs) is I'll make my list of things I need to do in the day and I'll be going one after another, but there's, but sometimes there's always one that it gets left out because either I was too optimistic about how much time I actually had, or I, I just wasn't efficient. Okay. And this always happens. And, And what I find is that the one that I end up not doing is the one that I didn't prioritize. It's the one that I wasn't motivated enough to do. So again, goes back to prioritizing. You got to prioritize that practice. And so that might mean, you know, the first thing that you accomplish on the list is practicing. Or that might mean the second thing you accomplish on that list is practicing and that you don't push it off to the very end because then you're constantly saying to yourself, I didn't practice again today. It's not that you don't want to practice. It's not that you don't love to practice. It's just that other things are coming before it. So you have to make it a bit of a priority and you have to commit. You have to commit to practicing. You have to put it in your schedule and tangibly show yourself where it is, how it's going to get done. You got to make a plan. Making a plan is super important to do. Okay, so the first two steps are you need to prioritize. You need to make sure it's important. And the second step is you need to commit. You need to make a schedule. You need to write it down and make sure that it is going to get done during that week, during that day, during that month. Okay, now the third step I want to go over here is limiting. Limiting is the third step. Now, what do I mean by limiting? I mean that you don't actually need to practice for excruciating amounts of time in order to actually get things done. This is a common misconception. You know, people think, oh, John Coltrane, Charlie Parker, all these guys, they practiced for so many hours. And it's true they did. And, you know, me, in in fact, myself... I've actually gone through a period of time in my life where I practiced for 
five hours a day, six hours a day. I've, I've practiced some ungodly hours in my time uh, so far in, in my playing, in my jazz playing. And those are fine, but they're not necessarily the times where I got the very most out of practicing that I could. What you need to understand is that you don't need to practice for too long and you don't need to practice every day in order to make progress. Let me say that one more time. You don't need to practice too long and you don't need to practice every day to make progress, okay? You can carve out smaller amounts of time to practice in your schedule and still get a lot of things done. And that comes down to efficiency. It comes down to being efficient. But this kind of solves a problem. You know, again, we always say, well, we don't have enough time in a day to do. I mean, I wish there's more hours in a day. We always say things like this. But I think really what we do is we just don't manage our time correctly. We are either doing too much or too little. And finding the balance that in-between space is the hard part. It's the really hard part. And, and, you know, this time management thing, this scheduling thing, it's, it's something that it works into all parts of our lives, but it also works into our music. This is something that I've really discovered. I've discovered it the hard way many times. So you can't think to yourself that, well, I don't have an hour to practice, so therefore I won't practice. Well, do you have a half an hour to practice? Because if you have a half an hour to practice, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you can make some progress in that half an hour. All you need to do is be efficient. If, if you have three hours to practice, great, you can practice for three hours. Okay, great. If that's, if that's actually how much time you have to practice, go for it. Although I would suggest don't burn yourself out because then maybe you won't be able to practice in another day in the week. Just manage your time. You don't have to practice for long periods of time. Now, also, as I mentioned before, you don't have to practice every single day. Would it be awesome if you could practice every single day? Yes. Would it be awesome if you were motivated to practice every single day? Yes. But I'll tell you what, I'm not motivated all the time to practice every single day. I'm motivated to practice in general, but and that's because I have a passion for music and a passion for jazz. It's also the way I make my living. So that helps a little bit too. But I don't always have the motivation to practice every single day, and I don't always have the time to practice every single day. But what I focus on is being consistent, okay? Let me say it again. What I focus on is being consistent because consistency is more important than practicing all the time every day. If you practice three times a week or four times a week and you have that mapped out in your schedule, you've made it a priority, you've put it into your schedule, and then you've allotted a right amount of time, a, cor a correct amount of time, a reasonable uh, amount of time, then you're going to be successful at that, okay? Then you're going to be able to find those days and you're going to be able to make progress. You don't have to play every single day, practice every single day. So just realize, and this is more of a mindset thing that I've developed because it's been really hard for me in the past to think, well, I can accomplish something in a short amount of time. I've always resorted to thinking, well, if I can't put a substantial amount of time into something, then it's not even worth doing. You got to change your mindset about that. You got to change it completely. You will make progress if you are efficient and you break your practice sessions down into reasonable, smaller pieces, whatever that looks like for you. It's different for everybody, but I can't stress that enough. So the third tip, the third step is to limit, okay? Limit yourself how much you practice whether that is the amount of time, 
in a day or how many times per week you practice. Um, be consistent. Again, that's a big takeaway from that. All right. Now, moving on to our last and final step, which really builds off of our previous step. It's efficiency. Okay. Our, our fourth step is have efficiency. You need to be efficient. And we, we already talked about that. If we're going to do smaller practice times, you know, we're not going to be practicing for as long or as often. We need to be efficient when we practice. We need to be focused when we practice and we need to concentrate. Now, if you want to learn a little bit more about how to uh, get the most out of your practice sessions, I highly suggest that you subscribe to our newsletter. You can go to learnjazzstandards.com slash newsletter uh, because we have a free ebook that we give you when you subscribe. It's called The Jazz Guide to Practicing, and it's a great resource to help you practice. And I talk a lot more about this stuff uh, in detail in that book. So I encourage you to subscribe to that, not not only because that's a great resource, that ebook, but also because it's the great it's a great way to get connected uh, with Learn Jazz Standards. But I digress. So l- let me move forward with talking about this efficiency. And the most important thing you can do to maintain efficiency is to set goals and write them down. Now, I actually did touch on this in our very first episode of the LJS podcast. Um, I talked a little bit about this goals, but I really think I'm going to be coming back to this a lot uh, during this podcast um, quite frequently just because it's such an important thing to talk about. When you set goals and you write them down, you are setting yourself up for success. Uh, on my wall now, right now, I have some post-it notes. I have some goals that I need to accomplish uh, by the end of the month, and I have them written down. And this serves as a reminder to me every day how I need to be informing my daily tasks and my weekly tasks. So I, I especially if you read the ebook, I talk about how we have long-term goals and we have short-term goals, okay? Long-term goals are uh, in the next three months, the next four months, next five months, I want to be able to do this, 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 and this. So with your jazz playing, with your practicing, you can name those things. I want to learn this many jazz standards. I want to learn this solo. I want to do this. I want to do that. And those are the things I want to accomplish. Or maybe they're even more long-term, like I want to be able to play this gig. I, you know, think whatever works for you, whatever is applicable to you. And then short-term goals are informed by your long-term goals. So the short-term goals are smaller ideas that are going to help you get to your long-term goals. So that might look like, well, I wanted to learn this many tunes by the end of this amount of months. So I have to learn this many tunes per week. That's a short-term goal. And then I also break these down into uh, micro goals. Micro goals are informed by your short-term goals, which probably look more like daily tasks or weekly tasks where in order to come up with my short-term goal, I need to do this much work per day to end up there. So if you start thinking like this, this is going to radically improve how efficient your practice sessions are going to be. Therefore, you won't need as much time. So if you want to learn more about setting goals, which I, I highly suggest you do, uh, go ahead, subscribe to that newsletter. Seriously, I, I can't recommend that enough to read that ebook and get more out of that. Um, but th- this, this kind of sets you up so that you don't need to have so much time. So the question is, is no longer, how do I find the time to practice? It's, I know 
that I have the time to practice because everybody has a little bit of time during their week. Everybody does. So finding that time, we don't need more hours in a day. We just need to, we need to commit. We need to prioritize. We need to limit how much we do and we need to be efficient. And if we do those four things, we're definitely going to be on the road to, to success and finding more time to practice. All right, that's all for our show today. I want to thank you so much for listening and thanks so much for tuning in. And I want to hear from you how you find time to practice throughout your week. Um, This is a community and we always invite you to participate. So if you're on the website, you can go to the comment section below and leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. And remember, all the music today is by Nathaniel Schroeder. If you want to check out more of his music, you can go to soundcloud.com slash Dr. Schroeder. And if you got any value out of today's podcast, consider adding value back. You can leave us a one-time monthly or annual donation by clicking the support button below if you're on the website or go to learnjazzstandards.com slash support. We're going to be coming out with episode number 22 next week. We'll see you then. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.